Once again, we have another episode of The Podium, and this week our guest is one of the greatest mechanics of all time, Mike Goose Gossler. Mike, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you, Jimmy? Doing really good. Doing really good. Getting excited. Uh, 2019 Supercross is not far away, and I'm just, uh, can't wait. I know. It'll be here before we even know it. I'm excited. Uh, I get to go to A1 this year, so that's that's never I've never done that. It so I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, I've been there a couple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess you have. That's a that's an old hat for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, this is going to be a really tough topic for you, um, but I want to know what your top three moments of your career are. And I, you know, off the air, you said that's almost impossible to pick. But you know, if you could just Give us a couple of top threes or three moments that stick out at the moment. Um, tell us what you know what stands out for you. Okay, well, like you said, it's really hard to pick because it's, I've been around such good writers that uh, there's been a lot of a lot of really you know standout moments through my career, and you don't want to offend any of them. Absolutely, because you know they're they're all important to everybody, and they were all important moments at the time. But yeah, when you when you ask me that question, I'm one of the things that stands out is, I think it was uh, 1996 Motocross the Nations when Steve Lampson was on the 125 and we were in Jerez, Spain, and he won and beat everybody on a 125 on a really tough and challenging track that had some huge jumps. And I think, I could be wrong, but I think at the time there were like six current or six or seven current AMA and world champions in there. I mean, everybody was in that race. Yeah, and he beat them all on a 125, and he doesn't he doesn't get the credit for that as much as he should. Van Lamy was bad know. on a 125. Yeah, but that was that was a standout race for him. That was that was something else, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I guess, huh? I mean, how how was that? Like, how was that vibe being there that day? And and I mean, what was the other riders like feelings on that? I think everybody was just, the American team was just, I mean, they felt at home. They had some, you know, I think it was like a quad jump or something, something that wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> and at that time, I think doubles were even banned in uh, FIM racing, you know? Oh, okay. And somehow, or maybe it was triples. Maybe it was triples were banned. And somehow they made a quad jump out of this thing, and, the, you know, the European writers were complaining that, I think all three of our guys did it, and Steve being one of the first ones to do it, and he was doing it on 125, and that's when there were 502 strokes and the and the works 504 strokes, and and he was doing it on 125. It was an amazing day. That's just insane. The, the, what guys yeah. could do on a two-stroke 125? The, I mean, geez, like James Stewart in the day, and just people. I think people are are still remember that you know our age, and we see the two strokes at it, straight rhythm. But man, it's the younger kids don't have any idea how hard that was. Yeah. I mean, you know, back in the day, you know, Supercross, the first thing 125 rider when he walks track was looking at the triple, you know, like how big is the triple? If, if they were going to do it or not. And now yeah. the 250 guys pretty much take a breather over the triple and clean their goggles and right. look around the track. And it's like no big, big deal anymore. But on 125, it was a big effort to get over a triple. Yeah. There was definitely times the 125s could not do the triples. Right. Yeah. No, it was it was common, you know. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. So, man, we've come so, the the evolution of the sport, I guess, but right, so times have changed. Definitely, definitely. You know, and, and unfortunately, I feel like it's hurt the racing a little bit. You know, that's a big discussion, but you know, what can you do? I guess we're not we're never going to go back, so 
No, probably not. Probably not. So what's uh what's number two? One other number two. I I would have to. I mean, you know, working with Ricky was pretty amazing. He did some amazing stuff, but but uh, when he went twenty four and zero when I worked for him (laughs) the second time, you know, that was pretty cool. I was actually did one race for him on the first time he did it, so it's part of both of them. Right. But the but the second one, you know, coming off the injury not knowing how he was going to do. And then, you know, nobody was sure how he was going to do on the full stroke outdoors and then just winning every single moto. That, that was pretty, yeah, pretty special too. So going yeah. into that last round, the 12th round, like how I'm sure like Ricky would say, Oh, I wasn't even thinking about it or whatever, but seriously, like, is that something I'm sure on your mind? I'd be like, Oh, we could do this. Yeah, it was definitely on my mind. And, the day didn't start out that good. I remember in practice, he was following Kevin Windham. And right before you go on the Talladega Strait at Glen Helen, uh, Windham crashed off that jump, and Ricky didn't know it, and jumped the jump and landed right on top of him. And they both went down in a big heap, and they were both pretty banged up, but Ricky needed a new frame on his bike. Jeez. So we had to put we had to frame it right before the first moto, and that's always <laughs> nerve wracking when you're going into you know 24 and 0 season possibly, and then right. you're putting a frame on right before the first moto, and you're rushing and everything. So yeah, that'd get your blood pressure up. Yeah, so that one that one definitely sticks out quite a bit too. You know, man. Yeah, what you know? I, it's, it's it's so when you think back on your career, it's just like yeah, I don't know. I probably shouldn't even ask you this question. I should probably went a different route because there's so many amazing moments, man. Yeah, there truly was. Yeah. Know, it's, a, it's been really special being part of all this stuff, you know. Definitely, definitely. Well, let's let's get into number one. What's the number one thing that you're thinking of tonight? Well, I don't. I didn't. Put, I didn't put any of those in order. Okay. You're, you're okay. The one that's putting them in order. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Well, another another third one that sticks out a lot is uh, the 2006 Supercross series. You know where. Where Ricky and and uh, James and Chad were duking it out to the last and final round, you know, and uh, and that was that was a nail biter. Definitely. Forget. I mean, I was I was crying at the end of the race because it was just such a relief, you know, that it was over. <laughs> there was so much stress involved. Right. Uh, you know, coming right down to the last last deal, and you know, James was on his game, Chad was on his game, Ricky was on his game. It was. It was just, it was an insane day. And I just remember the Suzuki guys not letting anybody talk to me while we were in the pits, you know, just saying, hey, everybody stay away from this, let them do a thing. Yeah. I remember I was just a nervous wreck. I, I, I think I checked the bike over at least 10 times every time we went, before we went out, you know, just thinking, what if, what if, what if. But uh, as it turned out, everything turned out great. Yeah, you know, you talk about that, the stress, and, you know, and then I, of course, I got to know you a little bit this year working with, uh, reedy and although reed wasn't in contention for a championship by any means there's there's a lot of stress at that level and chad expects a lot do you think that stress almost or that that feeling is something that you kind of thrive on though oh for sure i mean it's you know the adrenaline and everything i mean yeah there's a lot of stress that goes in with it you know the stress people don't realize comes from Number one, safety. You know, safety for the riders. Sure. And then number two, you're you're representing a, a a major factory corporation. You know, and for for a bike to break and be pushed off the side of the track on television worldwide. I mean, there's 
a lot of stress that goes in that. You know, there's a lot of responsibility that goes in that with the safety and then also, you know, with the with the manufacturers just being so visible. Right. You know? Yeah, well, that's, yeah, you, you've done well with that, though. And, you know, so um, we don't know what Chad's doing in 19 for sure. And we don't know if, if you're doing anything for sure. Um, you know, just at knowing Chad, do you, do you expect him to be at A1? I wouldn't put it past Chad. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to probably do whatever it's going to take to get there. It's kind of my feelings, too. Yeah, I mean, he wants to do it. And so I'm sure I'm sure he'll be there, certain, you know. Yeah. On a motorcycle, I'm, I'm pretty positive. Awesome. So, well, yeah. I I certainly look forward to it. we're we're just over a month away, and it'll be here before we know it. And and I, I hope to see you there. Yeah, I hope to be there in one way or another. We'll I, see. <laughs> see what happens. You never know in this sport. Right. Well, Goose, I appreciate you giving us a little bit of your time tonight. I know you're trying to close up shop and probably get to the house. And and I thank you very much. I'm gonna. I'm working late. I got to uh, <laughs> okay. actually. I got a bunch of stuff on the shelf here, and I'm actually going to Mini Olympics on Sunday and uh, working for the the Honda effort there. And oh, cool! So I'm trying trying to get a bunch of stuff done before I leave here in the shop. Okay. Well, our producer TJ is going to be there with his son Doc, so I'll let him know to come by and say hi to you. Yeah, come come say hi at the Honda rig. We'll we'll be there. All right, man. Hey, thank you so much, and uh, have have fun at Minios. Okay. Thank you. All Good right. Thanks, Goose. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks. Bye.